Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. You know, we all know our own age, but does that match up to the fitness age? We've heard about the real age tests and all of these health tests that predict when you're going to die and what you're going to do, you know, but whether you are involved in physical activity, there are certain other factors that come in and, and VO2 max, which is your body's ability to take and utilize oxygen is one of the more important factors in determining your fitness age. So how old are you? My guest today is big fan favorite host here at Radio. MD, edutainer extraordinaire and internationally renowned physician, Dr. Pamela Peak. Welcome to the show. So Dr. Peak, let's talk about VO2 max, which you and I both know from our school days what this is, but the listeners don't. And how does that help predict our fitness age? Well, one of the things that um, is really exciting about the fitness age is that um, it, it actually uh, was developed um, using VO2 max as a, um, as a real baseline, integral piece of the equation. Bottom line is, what is your endurance? What is the ability of your body to be able to sustain itself in high-level endurance? Um, and this is the ability um, uh, and the efficiency of the body to pick up oxygen and to utilize it for optimal physical performance. And that's kind of a fancy way of saying, you know, endurance. So the fitness age test was actually developed by my wonderful American College of Sports Medicine colleague, uh, Dr. Um, Ulrich Wisloff um, in Norway. He has one of the biggest exercise um, facilities and uh, research labs um, in the world, and he is also world-class. So he actually published in the American College of Sports Medicine Journal um, a year ago in June uh, a uh, wonderful uh, article about the fitness age test and how it was uh, justified. And he actually took 5,000 Norwegians and he was able to extract and extrapolate precisely what their fitness age, you know, would be um, uh, based upon uh, uh, looking at sort of a generalized version of their VO2 max. So he was able to get all of this um, at a much higher level of applicability instead of just wondering and thinking. And it's much more than just measuring your waistline uh, and asking if you ever smoked um, and how much exercise you do. You do want to have an idea. So he actually asks you how you do that. Um, and when you do the fitness age test, which I encourage everyone to do, just simply put in Google, um, you know, fitness age test, and you're going to go to the um, website. And the website um, just basically says, hey, you know, press here, let's get, let's get rolling. And then you're going to be inputting just some very baseline critical data needed to be able to uh, cough up the data. Now, interestingly, Ulrich is taking this information and utilizing it in more research he's doing. So I think he's up to almost 400,000 people globally who've taken the test. And he's learning all kinds of great stuff, needless to say. Um, but it's really exciting for people to kind of look at their real age, assuming you're not lying about it, um, what your real age is, and then to look at your fitness age. Because here's the one thing. In your real age, you can't change that. You can lie, but you, you can't change it. It just keeps marching forward. But with your fitness age... Um, assuming you're not an Olympian and, and marvelous and top-level performance, um, you could always change it. 
So your fitness age can actually drop as your real age continues to march on. It is kind of neat stuff to, to watch how all of this comes together. It gives you another goal to go for, so you're not just running around freaking out about the fact that, oh, my God, I just turned 50, only to find out your real fitness age is, is 35. Then you're like, oh, got a big smile on your face when you walk into well, the gym. Well, you do, and certainly tests like that. Now, first, just... You know, people hear VO2 max, it's some laboratory-type clinical, you know, terminology. How is it figured? I mean, you take this test, it's a pretty basic test. But then, you know, we know that VO2 max, to a large extent, is determined by your genes. So first tell the listeners how it is actually determined, and then can you even really increase it with training 5 15 20% because it's such a large extent of genetics? Right. And, and so here's the deal. If you look at the, you know, I, again, I highly encourage everyone just to log on and do it. I mean, gosh, how long did it take you to do yours? Well, I haven't finished mine yet because I didn't take the waistline yet. Oh, but I geez. will finish it. But it's only a couple of minutes. It really, really is I mean, very, very several quick. Several minutes. It's no yeah, just deal, a few right? minutes. It's not a big deal at all. Okay. So look at all those, you know, simple and straightforward um, uh, questions they ask you, right? Um, and yes, genetic most defi- genetics most definitely plays a role in our endurance and all the rest of this. But you want to know something? Genetics may load the gun, but lifestyle pulls the trigger. And so, yeah, you start with whatever base you've got, but the lifestyle means what are you eating? How are you taking care of yourself? How about that physical activity? All of those things have to be melded together. And as it turns out, regardless of genetics, you have a huge amount of flexibility in there to be able to make a real inroad um, on optimizing that fitness age. And it doesn't take that much longer. Really, you could take your fitness age today and measure it again, you know, um, in three months. In a week or two, three months. Yeah, exactly. And when we look at VO2 max and this long-term oxygen consumption versus like anaerobic, you know, again, a genetic kind of, you know, predisposition that you have, Michael Jordan, a huge anaerobic machine that he was, you know, whereas me, I run up a flight of stairs. I think I'm in pretty good shape and I'm out of breath. But so we can determine it. Genetics plays a little part. We can make big inroads. I love that, Dr. Peak. You've got to coin that phrase that, you know, genetics is the gun, but lifestyle's the trigger. So we can make those inroads. We can do this. What do we do with the information? Okay. Now, what you want to do is you want to take that and, and seriously put it somewhere. You know, put it in your little journal. Put it in maybe a file that has um, your self-care numbers. It's more than just, you know, what your cholesterol is. We want to know what your fitness age is. And then in the back of your mind, when you get out there and you take that walk or run in the morning, um, when you hit the gym, when you're becoming more physically active, just through activities of daily living throughout the day, in the back of your mind you're saying, hmm, my fitness age is, um, let's just say you're 55 years old and it came back at 45. You could do better. You know, 10 years is very, very, very good. You could still do better. Um, there's, there's plenty of wiggle room. Did you take um, yours? I don't want to hear that you're freaking 25. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Come on. What does it say? You're 15? 
No, my actual uh, my actual fitness age difference between age and um, uh, the fitness age, real age and fitness age, is twenty five years. Wow, twenty five years. See, you rock there, girl. Because that's well, I mean, that's incredible. It. I thought you were going to come up and say my fitness age is fifteen years old. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. But it's a twenty five year difference. And that's the thing that, that you're really going for here in a big way. Um, what you're, I mean, that's an optimal, optimal, optimal. I mean, obviously there are other people who are even greater than that, um, and these are more of the uh, Olympic types and stuff at the master's level, obviously, anyone who's 50 and over. But what's really um, critical here is to understand that I don't care who you are out there, where you are, I don't care if your fitness age is more than your real age. You know? It doesn't matter. The bottom line is, um, assuming, again, you're not already in optimal, optimal shape, um, what you want to do is you want to definitely look toward improving that fitness age as one of your goals. And you know what's really cool about that? You know, well, we're really out of time, any- Dr. Peak. We're going to talk more about this. We've got more oh. segments to come, but gotcha. we are out of time. And what a great sort of baseline. We all need our baseline tests, and this fitness age test is a great baseline, and you can always improve unless you're like Dr. Peak and you're like 12 years old in your fitness age. So stay tuned. we got more great show coming up. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well.